to another episode of the Max Defense with me, Robert. With me, Pete. Man like Mo. All day, every day. Me here, you know, obviously. And, and today, we are joined. Hey, don't don't cut one off like that, please. <laughs> <laughs> respect my name, you know. Bro, after man like Mo, that's it. No, 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 don't cut one off like that. And <laughs> keep it moving like, see, I'm not here. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Bro, I know it's quarantine, yeah, but I'll come to Elephant and Castle, innit? You know what, yeah, if it was just the three of us, I might allow you, but... It's a conference call thing. Well, it's always a conference thing since, since Corona. But we have two special guests with us today. Come on. From our sibling podcast, as we decided hey. to From The Reason to Behold. We have Tolly Talks and we have Arnold Reasons. Good evening, guys. Oh. How are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah oh, good, good, man. Yeah. Hey. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> so, Reason to Behold is a podcast that Peter edits. Mm. You, you edit it, Peter? Yes, sir. Yes, I do. Okay, yeah. well, since you're the link, do you want to explain the link between between the two podcasts and how this came to be? Um, I mean, I'm the link. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I just got gas. <laughs> <laughs> It's my like Mo. My like Mo's uh, he's hyping you up out the here. The energy, right? the energy, obviously, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. So I mean, um, much like ourselves, uh, reason to behold, they're um, another podcast to black professionals, uh, Christians, and yeah, they just lifestyle Christianity. Just talk about life, talk about what's going on. Um, they've got you know on their um, podcast, as I have hooked us up on here before. Um, they've got chop it up episodes. They've got uh, discussions about mental health for Mental Health Week. I think that's the most recent one. Um, and and much like ourselves, you know, it's just two Christian two Christian um, guys talking about life as Christians. Um, and I think they come from it. For, they come at it from a very unique point of view as professionals, having gone so far in their careers. Um, and yeah, they just they just bring a a unique a unique um take to the reason to behold the lord mm. so guys can, <laughs> I, I ask, can, can i ask how your, how your podcast came to be mm. tell you what you're saying no no this is you bro <laughs> <laughs> this is you boss man <laughs> now do you know what the podcast so when reason to behold first started it started off initially i guess in the public eye as a pod uh, as a blog post sorry a website um, we've written blogs and stuff like that but I think we always knew that the direction that we wanted it to go was to kind of touch on various different things that hit people on different levels so podcasts videos blog posts and all of that and so yeah me and Tolly were having some conversations just on and off for a while where we we're talking about yeah the podcast needs to come about the podcast needs to come about and I think there was just one day where we just met up sat down and just planned put pen to paper and then I think literally it must have been maybe two or so weeks after that that all the equipment was in place and we just started recording. Hey. And so, yeah. But oh, I think it was, it was just about trying to create a place where we can just have the normal conversations that we have um, to help people see the practical demonstration of what it looks like to be a Christian in all different aspects of life. Mm-hmm. So not just the the material in the, in the scriptures, but what does it look like to live that out in the workplace, in dealing with your friendships, your relationships, all of those sorts of things. I'm glad you said that. We're going to test that today. <laughs> hey, no red mic, red mic. Let's go, boy. But before we do, we've got, sorry, not sorry. 
Is uh, it? Oh. No, sorry, it's not. Oh. Sorry, it's our apologetic segment where someone's in the hot seat and they get asked a question and have to defend the faith in whatever in whatever way the question is asked. So we've got a couple of guests today. I don't know if one of them wants to take the hot seat today. Oh well, I because I actually mentioned today. We've got, we've got <laughs> Sona, sorry. To say, bro. <laughs> Man's trying to flip it, you know. <laughs> and and I let them know that Mo has them hot seat. Yeah. Oh, so I don't know if they've got questions. Red bro, night. I'm I'm this ready for all the smoke. I got so unorthodox, you know. No, I'm just I'm saying, thinking. you know, no, I'm just saying because like in life, someone could come with to, are you with, with with a question at any time. Mm. Facts. Any time. And you can't be caught slipping in and out of season, bro. <laughs> but, would, um, would any of you men want to take it though? Feel free to say no. I, I, I wouldn't say I want to take it, but <laughs> I wouldn't mind giving it a try. Maybe. Hey. Okay. All right. Yeah. We've got with the seat. It's the Mr. Show face in that. Hey. So, should we uh, leave a few questions again? Or, or, or does, I, does everyone I'm jumping over a question? Hey, I'm ready for all the smoke. So, boy. <laughs> I'm ready for all the smoke. <clears throat> if you guys came with questions, feel free. But, yeah. All right. Who's going first? Um, oh, I had a question, but it's gone. It's gone. Okay, I've got a question. Yes. Hold on. My alarm's going on. Okay, so, uh, my question is... Um, Gambling. Mm-hmm. Is it okay to gamble as a Christian? Two part no. question. No. Why? <laughs> um I think okay, so this this may be a, a tricky one because it, it's it's almost so for the most part it it's like Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a question, boy. That, do you know what? That, that is a good question. I, because the Bible it. says, the, the, the Bible does say, like, man throws the dice, but it's God that determines where mm. it falls. So, yeah. based but on that, 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 that is in line with decision making rather than actually gambling. So the priests used to throw the urim and the thummim, and that like they represented yes and no. So they would ask God a question, and then they would throw it, and that was the only yeah. form of like um, like that using things to determine what God is saying Cast in the lots. Bible. Yeah. Casting lots. That was the only form that was actually um, permitted. And even when um, Judas died. The apostles casted casted lots to to then draft in Barnabas, mm-hmm. and so those were very much around decision making. But God very much throughout the entire Bible, God very much um, like works not works against, but um, He shuns things that um, we actually put what He's given us in jeopardy. And so, in terms of the Old Testament. Um, you it weren't necessarily gambling, but in terms of like security and stuff like that. But you know what? Let me let me backtrack. Um, I I will link. I will liken gambling to addictions. Okay. And that's the perspective that I'm coming from. Mm. Because it's I would would I encourage someone to smoke tobacco, even if it is a stress reliever? No, 
because I know that the nicotine is addictive and that can do you harm. And I know that some people will be like, yeah, I take calculated risks and like the stock market is gambling and blah, 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 like this and that. I'll be like, you already come know to I'm the coming there. That's where I'm coming <laughs> from, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. And that's, that's the thing. In terms of when it comes to the stock market, it's almost like professional gambling and it's like calculated risks and blah, blah, blah. I'm looking at like William Hill and Newman guying down the betting shop, like putting money on the horses and them things there. Because I very much see it as... Why is it different though? And why is why, it bad? What's the issue? Yeah, well, because yeah. because the I, I see it as the thing that the way that the way that I'm perceiving it is almost um, it's along the lines of stock market and them like investment on that side is a bit more professional. Bro, it's not. It's dressed up as professional. It's, honestly, it's really not, bro. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because yeah. the, the way I see it, right, is that look, mm. I'm saying gambling for me it depends on how you define it so if you're saying i think something is going to happen this way and i believe it my money down it's a gamble right because it mm-hmm. could go that way or it couldn't right so i've started doing forex trading on the side just for a bit like see how it goes yeah and i can see how addictive even forex trading can be because mm-hmm. bro you're watching these little numbers go up and down your heart's going all like oh my gosh what's happening to my you know it's the bro it's don't put me a little of them things there just releasing the system bruv, adrenaline is pumping and I think it's the same thing. So, like, Forex trading is in the same category in a lot of ways as the gambling that we would talk about mm. because both of them can be very addictive. So, for me, I don't think the act of gambling in itself is actually wrong. I think it's your heart positioning towards it. How much power do you give it over yourself? Are you addicted to it? You know, that, for me, is where it becomes sin or not sin because in, in itself, there, there's nothing really wrong with the act of putting money on something. Right, we do that in the stock market. It's normal. And I think even outside of the stock market as well, like going back to the point about defining what gambling is, gambling is basically risk taking. Yeah. There's obviously like reckless gambling, like yeah. in, in some sort of ways that are obviously not necessarily dressed up as stock markets and stuff like that. Mm. Then you have obviously the ones that are perceived a lot more like low key, low brow. Yeah, like yeah, low impact. No, no, not not even classified as gambling, but I think risk taking in general as a Christian, it's a part of how we live. Walking by faith, we take risks. Um, but I, but I think the one thing that I would say though, the one thing I would say though is I think like Tully was picking up on, it's about realizing that the act of taking risks, whether you're doing it in a slot machine or doing it on the stock markets, isn't inherently evil. Mm. But you have to mind your your motives, your attitude, and whether you are um, deviating from, I guess, Christian standards and Christian morals in the act of doing it. Because mm. for me to take risks on, for example, I don't know, um, put, investing money in a pornography company. Like, <laughs> facts. Yeah, for real. Facts. <laughs> you know I mean? facts. Let, it's lucrative. Let, it's lucrative. Let, 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 <laughs> hey, bro. No, bro, on, legit, I'm saying, if, you put, if you had put in money on Pornhub when it first started, yeah, you'd be yeah. sitting nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, so, <laughs> sorry, so, so, yeah. So, yeah, so, right, I so, think, so I got No, sorry, sorry, finish, finish your point. Well, actually, question, question. If you did invest in Pornhub and made millions, is it then moral to then pay tithe? Tithe. <laughs> No, <laughs> to tithe. But I think, I think you can even see it with, uh, you know, when they get money to Judas, yeah, and then he tried to give them the money back, and they're like, we don't yeah. want your dirty money, we can't even yeah. put that in the offering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's the wickedest thing that came from them. But yeah, it's I know, like, imagine. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like, 
because even when we go into the proverbs where it says um like invest money in different streams of them things Cast there, bread cost of money, it? and it's like that's that very much speaks not necessarily it speaks more so towards like investment like investing into different avenues and not knowing which one will bring a return and so yeah. even that there's an element of risk there's an element of you cast your money in and not come back to you but because you spread it abroad you may get dividends from different places so there's an yeah. element of risk there um and so it, it does make it a bit more tricky, but it does it line up exactly with what you're saying in terms of the heart condition. But it's like, I still can't, it's difficult because I was very much looking into like forex trading and stuff like that and looking into it as in like, I want to do it. Yeah. And I didn't perceive it as gambling. I saw it as almost like a, um, investment comes with risk exactly. that you may lose yeah. your money. Yeah, and yeah. As you said, it is exactly the same with gambling. There's, there's a chance that you're going to lose your money. And it's, it's interesting because it's almost like... Um, so my wife is a, um, a poem, something along the lines of like hoodies and briefcases, where she speaks about um, people being demonized wearing hoodies, but mm. these times you've got people in briefcases doing even worse yeah, crimes like, and, still yeah. Being, yeah. and still being like um, promoted and like celebrated yeah. and stuff like that. And it's very much like we see the damage and the impact that betting on horses and them things there can have. Yeah. Um, and we see it happening in the, in the local community. Mm. And so we demonize that. Yeah, but then yeah. we're almost celebrating the highbrow sort of gambling. Bro, bro, yeah. I think I think that actually the stock market and people like that they have way worse impacts mm. than actually the the guy who's doing it and wrecking his home because these are now people who are gambling with people's pensions who are gambling yeah. with people's savings so if they go off off hook with it it's the impact on society is way mm. bigger yeah so so the, the what I was going to come down to and I think it does line up with the heart position was stewardship and that's that's just the way I would look at it. When you when you're putting money anywhere, mm. that money, if you are a Christian, if you believe God is the re- God gives you the ability to acquire that money, then you are stewarding His money. Mm. And so I think when you come at it like that, then you're looking at if I'm in a casino and I'm saying I'm betting my house on red, you know, <laughs> is that good stewardship? No pun intended. Right, yeah? Unless, no unless pun God has intended. told hey, you. No, I'm betting on red. you know i think that's where i think that's where it is and i think that's where in my mind at least the difference is if it's if it's forex trading if it's stock trading again you know those things can can be addictive but i almost see it as i invest in or if i where i do invest i would invest in companies i believe in and and in that way, I am buying into a, a vision. I'm buying into a product that I believe in. And that's why I couldn't see myself <laughs> investing in Pornhub. What's interesting as well is that there have been some like um, some preachers and stuff who have said that, look, God said to them, go and invest in this company. Like one of them was talking about like a salt company. Like mm. God told him to invest in a salt company. And then all of a sudden where he lived had the worst winter for a long time. And that salt company was providing the salt to like spread on the streets. You see what I mean? So it's even interesting how people talk about how God interacts with them in some of those things. Yeah. 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 I need that kind of visitation still. (laughs) (laughs) There was actually a praise report uh, by Joseph Prince. And I think a couple, some, however many years before the praise report, he had mentioned just in passing that he was feeling led to invest in gold. 
and I think it was however many years after there was like a boom in the price and then like it was just like a someone came with a praise report saying oh Pastor Prince said invest in gold or he said he was investing in gold so I did and we've seen we've seen a benefit of it but I think again you know it's 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 the same thing God works in different ways with different people yeah and I won't say because he went to invest in gold at that particular point in time that means now I have to go and bet my house on gold because again it's not good stewardship unless God has told you what to do you know mm. and I think that's where the difference comes in whether or not God will tell you to go and sit at the slot machine or not <laughs> that's up to you. yeah I think I have seen the impact of the yeah. slot machine on people's lives mm. yeah um yeah I've seen it countless times and I've seen just how addictive it has been and it's almost like because I have seen it in others I wouldn't encourage it in other people Mm-hmm. and that's why I was very much like nah <laughs> and that's why I still have an aversion towards like not yeah I have an aversion towards it um but, but, but I think there's a difference though isn't there isn't there a difference between if it's wise and if it's a sin yeah well yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no 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 <laughs> that's, yeah. hold on no, that's facts that's facts it's a good. That's I think it's a good point. And just to say as well, I think I hear where you're coming from as well because even where I grew up and stuff, I saw the mix of what bookies did to people mixed with mm. drug addictions mm. and the cycles that people tend to go in because of it. So I get, I hear where you're coming from as well. Yeah, but it's it's, it's interesting. Um, something that I'll definitely have to think on a lot more because um, I was very much thinking in terms of forex trading. Yeah, but bro, hit me up about the forex. Hit me up. But about you know what? It, it, it was interesting. <laughs> it was interesting, yeah, because even as I was thinking about it, it wasn't sitting right in my spirit. Mm. Mm. And that's just a personal conviction. It's like it wasn't sitting yeah. right. Mm. Um, and it comes down to the, my conviction that passive, I shouldn't have to work for my passive income. Say that again. Say that again. I shouldn't have to work for my passive income, because it, it's a, people are like uh, multiple streams of income, mm. and I see it as passive income is something that it's almost like I do is um, residual. So I do something, and the byproduct makes money. Mm-hmm. So mm. I, t- I do I take pictures. So mm. if I go out and I take pictures, and I come back and I edit, and I start selling prints. Yeah. Now that that's a byproduct of me t- taking pictures. Yeah. And, and you, did the, you make, took the pictures once. I took the pictures once, but yeah. there's an infinite amount of times that I can make money from that. Mm. Even if I sell each print five pounds and I sell mm. 10 of them, that's 50 pounds. I've done the work once and, and that's what is a byproduct of the energy that I've put in initially. And the mm. energy that I put in initially was almost me like um, leveling up on my trade. So I've gone out to take pictures to level up. I, I saw dope pictures that I've taken. Let me just step up. Dope pictures that I've taken and I'm, I'm monetizing it. Mm. But if I am, let's, let's take forex trading because that's what I was thinking about. I'm going to have to learn forex trading and i'm gonna have to actively trade yeah that becomes a second job but that, that's a personal conviction for you that is a personal conviction yeah. that is a personal yeah. conviction yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Just a personal conviction mm. and it comes down to the conviction of pa- is passive income i don't want to work multiple jobs i want the, i want like the byproducts i want to be able to monetize the byproducts of what i do and mm. so i'm doing one thing but out of that one thing, there are like multiple byproducts. So I can potentially record a tutorial on how to do something and then sell yeah. that as a product that continually brings in residue, that brings in revenue. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, there's, there's that notion. Because I think for me with Forex, is like I don't want to be one of those people that is glued to my screen mm-hmm. 
24 hours a day worrying about trades because for yeah. me that that almost becomes like an idol in your mind you know your mm. mind is always on that thing your that's where your thoughts are that's where your attention is so for me it's like if i felt like i couldn't do forex trading and still have a clear mind i wouldn't mm -hmm. do it you see what i mean mm. i'm not trying to i'm yeah. not trying to give up my peace for money yeah you know yeah. i think it's really interesting yeah go on go on now i was going to say and even saying that with forex as well <laughs> there's different strategies of traders mm -hmm. so you have people who are day traders but then you also have long-term traders as well mm -hmm. who you might come in to look at the charts once every three four months once mm -hmm. a year whatever your period of time is mm -hmm. place place your trades based on your analysis go away and just, just pretty much monitor your positions yeah mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. okay i, th I, th I think it's an yeah, so go. But saying that, I've had experience doing forex trading as well. <laughs> it, it wasn't for me, so <laughs> let me just make it clear that wasn't a promotion of it. it wasn't a deterrence from it. That was just, no, just giving just facts. information about mm. it. <laughs> so I, I think it's a really interesting distinction you make about the passive income, mm -hmm. um, because I think for me it's like the multiple streams. Some of them will be passive, but there will also be some that you actively grow. That's what I mean. So I think it's really interesting hearing your kind of definition and how yeah. you kind of divide those things up. Because mm -hmm. I guess for me, even like buying stocks for me is passive income, right? Because okay. I'm doing once, I'm placing the order, and then I decide when to sell it. For me, it's not another job. It's just I've done it. It's there. And then when mm -hmm. it comes, I take the money out. Yeah. You know? But yeah. I would even see photography, for example, is that you still have to take the pictures. You still have yeah. to do the editing. You still yeah. have build a website so for mm -hmm. me it's kind of it's not that passive for me i'm like so that's still work yeah and that's the thing is it's the reason i see it as passive is almost because i would have done that anyway so i was going to sell the pictures interesting that's really and so yeah it's, it's the case in which and so whenever i see and that's why i said it's very much about monetizing the byproducts yeah and so I like if that. i am able to so if, if i'm a teacher and i have to create lesson plans anyways mm. i can then create them and sell them Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, so, yeah, and, and there's very much like just monetizing the byproducts of what I'm doing because I would have had to do it anyways. Yeah, so yes. I go out and shoot regardless and I edit regardless simply because I want to like improve on my skill set and always go out, like train my eye and stuff like that. So I do it. And mm -hmm. for the most part, I'm just posting on Instagram. But I'm like, no, actually, I can set up a store. So if someone likes it, they can just go to the yeah. store and purchase it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that kind of monetizes the byproduct of what i'm doing and so Smart. yeah it's utilizing what i'm doing about me having to do extra too much extra work yeah, yeah, and yeah. even if it is extra work it's almost like a one-time setup and then it just yeah. kind of because right. everything that we do whether it's passive or active yeah. there will be an initial effort put into it yeah and it's very much like how much do we yeah so yeah, that's that's my personal conviction, and I'm still kind of praying through it. So never know. Our next conversation, I might be forex trading. Never know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I, I actually really like that, and it even just makes me think like, what are the things that I'm doing naturally anyway that mm. I actually just do that little bit extra and actually monetize it? Like, it's yeah. such a good way to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Pia, what? you got any smoke for me, or are we? Are we is time? <laughs> That was well, quite a long story, not sorry. It was long, yeah, 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 it was long. Uh, and I, I had some things, but it's uh, it, it, it won't, it won't be, uh, it's not good. It won't so be Okay, so yeah. that conversation was a bit more sensible than I thought it would be. So <laughs> let's have some fun. Let's have See, fun. Robert, Robert almost sounds disappointed. I know. <laughs> He's like, what just happened? <laughs> it was a nice moment, but I was like, nah, guys, you guys be too mature right now. <laughs> It was a good question. It was a very good question. It was like I heard a preacher being asked, 
is it good to, uh, can, as, as a Christian, can you lie? Mm. And like, I just thought, yeah, no, you can't. What's Bro, that? he ended up saying, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> it was a 30 minute video. <laughs> and he ended up saying, I don't know. But wow. isn't that like one of the Ten Commandments? But he, he came at it from an angle of, if you're, if you're a soldier and you get arrested and you get captured by the enemy and they're asking you about like secrets, your country's secrets. I'm not willing to discuss that. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. Bro, it's like, is it, is it like you've been tortured to the point of like mental exhaustion and stuff like that? Is it, is it cool to lie? To be, this to is something that like Peter might, Peter might have word. weight on. You know, like that. I've never been tortured. <laughs> I'm like, what happened to Peter? Yeah, wait, not yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, but let's get into it. So mm. today, I thought it was going to be a reason to be whole podcast. I was thinking, oh my days, how conservative am I, I going to have to be? Because you guys are like really sensible on your podcast. And like, I knew what I wanted to talk about. I was like, ah, I'm going to have to turn it down a bit. Nice, but black just burning, so we're going to go all the way. <laughs> all the way up. All right. So let's start with a little story first. So this story starts about a week ago. You know, about a week ago. I don't know why. I said <laughs> you know, my brother's off school, so he's been having like so many late nights. Like he he's been staying up late, and that's because he made to stay up late. I, I nap during the day, so like at 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, I'm just up because I can't sleep because I've been napping. So one day, you working, son? one in, in the, one o'clock in the morning. Mm. Mm. Anyway, one day I'm just on Instagram. And I see this guy singing this song to his cat. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is how you know this podcast is full of Africans. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> it was like... A, you pray? It was like one of those TikTok videos. And like he was, he was singing um, a song to his cat. And then I was listening to the lyrics of the song. I was like, yo, what song is this? <laughs> so I go and I Google it. And I, I, I Google it. I see what song it is. It's a song by Tory Lanez and Chris Brown. Um, these times I've never listened to a Tory Lane song in my life. Haven't you? No. Tory Lane's actually kind of crazy. But I saw this song. I was like, you know what? When I go jogging in the morning, I'll listen to it. Morning comes. I listen to the song. I'm like, what? <laughs> the, the, so, so, the, um, the song's called The Take, right? And it's <laughs> in the same vein of, like, you know, David Banner play. Ying Yang Twins. Whisper okay, song. whisper song. Okay, that's my man. Yeah, he's <laughs> looking in the sky like, What's going on? Good, that's very good, Peter. Yeah, that's very good. Hey, but you I'm know what? Yeah, I wonder if I should Google it. <laughs> no, I don't. don't. No, no, no. I, don't. I nearly did as well. I'm gonna Sorry. give you some of the lyrics. Sorry. I'm gonna give you the, the, the first four lyrics of the first lines, four, first four lines of the song because because not, not only was it like, was it like it had that that like filth and dirtiness to it, but there was a bit of wordplay there too, so I could appreciate it. What? <laughs> let me give it to you. Let me give it to you now. So, he says, I want to put you in seven positions for 70 minutes. You'll get it, babe. You've got a lot on your mind. I want to <laughs> ease it up and lick it and slip it in. <laughs> hey, what, what age rating is this podcast? <laughs> oh, no, it gets better. It gets better, you know. Has, this one's 18, of course. This is that like, like, Solomon episode. On the ice cream, when I scoop it and dip it in. I was like, what? yo, that's... Wow. Unzipping her tight jeans and the feminine hygiene is magnificent. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and he was singing this to his cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a TikTok video. If I can find it again, I'll, I'll, I'll show you guys. But that's the first two lines of the song. <laughs> okay. And now, like, yo, people are still making songs like this. 
I thought that was... Hey, no, nah, Tory Lanez is that guy, you know? Tory Lanez is that guy. Like, one of his videos came up on my, on my YouTube page, yeah? And, like, first 30 seconds, this guy... Nah, I can't even... Nah, the description is mad. But, yeah, he's that guy. And it gets a lot more explicit, explicit but it's great. You know, talking about... Splitting <laughs> <laughs> legs like dividends. Most and talking then, And then, you know... My favorite part, yeah. Let me let, let me let me let me let me read my favorite part. It was great. <laughs> so, hey, Robert, did you go to church today? I didn't <laughs> because I had my course. And <laughs> my course, I couldn't go. Oh yeah, he complained. He was talking about okay, so he was, he was talking about his be, his piece being too big to swallow. But then he was like, even though it's too big to swallow, girl, you you be like Thanksgiving, giving you be gobbling, gobbling, gobbling. Oh. <laughs> Oh my I was like, yo! <laughs> I was like, this guy's genius. <laughs> the guy's taking the smart, but he's got the bars and the wordplay there as well. Yes. I was so. I was so. Peter's voice is just. <sighs> then it made me think. And then, and then it got me thinking, like. This is like a very explicit song. It, it, it's not the kind of song you want to be listening to as a single dog. That's going to be okay. putting things in your mind. But when you're married, is this the kind of song you're allowed to listen to? <laughs> Are you allowed to add it to the playlist? <laughs> oh. And I was even thinking, like, do people re- re- really make bedroom playlists anymore these days? They do. So yeah, yeah. that's my yeah, first question right. for you, married guys. Do you guys have a bedroom playlist? So oh, I know. Rose is married, and you're married as well, I think. Peter, to me, Arnold, what are you saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm married, but I'm on the no comment team still. You're on the no comment team. Yeah, no comment. (laughs) (laughs) No, but what question? No, joke joke aside. What question? As in, as in, as as married people. Yeah, no, okay, no, okay. Maybe a better question is: as a Christian, what songs are allowed and not allowed to be? On your bedroom playlist. Let's start there. Well, so let me let me start with um, uh, Stephen the Levite. Mm-hmm. Do, do you guys know Stephen? Le- I know Mo knows Stephen the Levite, but uh, so he was on Lamp Mode. Mm-hmm. I think he still uh, is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he, he's a rapper, super theological, super super intelligent rapper, and his, his wife and himself have a Instagram and a podcast called Our Sexual Healing. And it is entirely about addressing the idea, the concept of sex in Christian marriages, because sometimes we sanitize it too much. And I know that's not a problem for Mo. Mo's favorite verse is the marital bed is not defiled. That's their whole, literally their whole Instagram account is about um, redeeming sex, redeeming sexual relations in, in, in the Christian marriage. And they actually do have a like a running thing where they talk about what's on the bedroom playlist. Um, or they'll post like a, a song of what's... And obviously, uh, Stephen the Levi, if you hear him rap, he's very old school, very... Um, uh, very like boom bap type of rap, rapity rap type of rap. Um, and so a lot of his songs or a lot of the songs that i see on their uh, instagram account would be like the motown the you know r&b the classic r&b not necessarily explicit like that but 
the classic R&B. Now, if you ask about bedroom playlists, um, obviously, you know, if you need to, if you want to set the mood, yeah, why not? And what goes on it, in my opinion, is whatever you guys enjoy. So it could be Hillsong. <laughs> it could also nah, be Luther nah. Vandross. I'm just saying it's whatever you enjoy. Whether or not whether or not explicit songs like that would go on the playlist again is if you guys are Tory Lanez fans. I'm clearly not. Uh, <laughs> I think you like the song Peter. I, I think you enjoyed the wordplay. No, no, I I'd enjoyed. I, actually, I would enjoy the wordplay because that's the only reason I still listen to Eminem. Full transparency. Um, but. Uh, I think, like, I can listen to Eminem now and God sort of helps me in that I don't get road rage or any of those things I used to get <laughs> when I'm listening to Eminem. <laughs> um, but I still know that I can't, like, I, even to this day, I can't listen to, like, modern R&B without it, you know, sort of, especially when I'm walking around on the street because, yeah, I'm walking around on the street. You know, my intention would be to think of my wife, but then there's other p- things going on <laughs> and i'm hearing these words seeing these other yeah. things like i don't want to put myself in those positions so yeah. it, i think it all comes down to that personal conviction personal preference sort of thing mm. yeah yeah I, I i would also say um <laughs> hey management is on the final um <laughs> <laughs> so my I haven't, we haven't actually played a bedroom playlist in a long time but um that's the other thing when you've got kids <laughs> Bro, like it's, it's a it's a totally different situation. But um, the thing is, the bedroom playlist is only played in the bedroom. Hey, with the other person. Yo, Mo, did your voice drop an octave or something? <laughs> yeah, you know, like, man, 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 come with the with the boys to men sort of thing. Just, yeah. Know. So it's only played in the bedroom with the other person, and so it's not it's not like it's I'm not like as people say, I wouldn't be on road. Like psyching myself up, waiting to come home. Like that's that's not the situation. You know, like that. Man's like, ooh, no, no, no. That's not the situation. It's like everything is almost directed towards my wife in that moment, in that situation. Sorry, I um, yeah. So, like, you know, earlier when uh, Red Mike Rob he said about a week ago, right? And both you and me both went about a week ago. You know, yep. what I mean? but don't you find that, like, for me, music does that? Right. Mm-hmm. So even if I'm in a totally different concept, I might mm. hear something. So like now when I hear Magnificent, that's what I'm going to be thinking <laughs> when I see what I hear. Magnificent. That's what I mean. So, yes, it's in the bedroom for that moment. But mm-hmm. don't you find that it kind of it leaks out into other areas of your life? Mm. Yes, I think it does. Um, <clears throat> and I think I'm grateful that I'm coming to a place where. Um, and it doesn't always flesh out like this, um, but it's almost as because the intentionality about around where we listen to it or where, yeah, where we listen to it as a couple, it's almost like the person has become synonymous with the songs. So you see like how, um, I, I hated this in general, the idea of it, but there's almost like songs that you associate with different relationships. Mm-hmm, so you'd mm-hmm. be with someone and then you two will have a song. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you lot break up, you hear the song everywhere. And now you're thinking about your ex crying mm. on the bus. <laughs> it's just, no one wants it. Um, I'm not talking from experience. Um, <laughs> I can just see Mo sitting, looking out the window, one tear. Bro, you know what I want Like Drake. So sick of love songs. <laughs> that Neo thing, fam, is mad. So, um, fam, that, that song, like, it's mad. <laughs> I pray that God blesses her. But yeah, um, 
it's a case in which because the song has become associated with some someone, or that playlist has become associated with someone, um, thankfully, I don't tend to hear the songs anyways because the old school R and Bs aren't really played that much, mm-hmm. and I don't tend to listen to radio and them things. That I'm normally listening to like Spotify, lo-fi beats and them stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So the only times that I actually listen to these is when I'm intentional about listening to them. But when I do find myself hearing them and stuff like that, it almost reminds me of who I listen to it with and those situations that I find myself in when I'm listening to it. So thankfully, because I'm not exposed to it frequently, it reminds me of my wife. Um, Yeah, it does remind me of my wife. And even when we went back to the song about a week ago, again, that's a great example um, just the lyrics came in and it wasn't really associated with any actual memory it was just the lyric mm. um, because it was, it was so catchy um, yeah so yeah it's, it's for me it, it works that way and I think because I am intentional about what I listen to even stuff that isn't Christian I am intentional about what I listen to um, and when I listen to it so I think that helps me as well Mr. Arnold, anything to add? Wait, wait. Yeah, Matt. I, I mean, I think this is a very interesting conversation. <laughs> I think, you know, I think married folk, you are free to do as you please in the Lord, so long as it doesn't contradict your, your convictions in your bedroom. Um, and, and obviously the way of God in the scriptures. But, um, no, but one thing that I was going to ask, though, is because I think what came out of what you were saying is the distinction between what type of music is acceptable in the bedroom, quote unquote, right? Yeah. And I think the wider question, because I think whether it's in the bedroom or out of the bedroom, it's the same question, isn't it? As a Christian, how do we filter out what type of music that we do or don't listen to? I think that's maybe a question that we can speak on a little bit more. Mm. The the whole the secular should Christians listen to secular music yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of sort of line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you know what it's is is Robert, what, what's your take on this? My Jog, take jogging, is... Jogging, listening to Tory Lanez and that. <laughs> to be honest, I can't lie. I wheeled up Tory Lanez verse a couple times because it was actually <laughs> the bang. Did you stop running to reel it up? Or were you oh, no, I oh, no, Multitasking, multitasking. <laughs> um, Chris Brown didn't... The chorus was sick, but his verse, it wasn't the one. After what Tory did... Yeah. Apparently, Tory is that guy when it comes to songwriting. You know, he apparently he's written, he wrote a song for Adele, but I think he took it back. But yeah, like he's apparently he's that guy when it comes to songwriting. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, so for me, when it comes to music, like yeah. I'm very aware of what songs and styles of music trigger things inside me. Yeah. So, like as much as I enjoy Bashment. I have to put yeah, that to the side. Yeah. <laughs> I have that's to put that to the side. Oh, yeah, mm. I'll get you all up in your feelings. Um, Wait, Bashment will get you in your feelings. Oh, let me not expose d- myself. Dep- yeah, cool. depends on the feeling. <laughs> depends on the feeling. <laughs> what, what feelings are you talking about? Depends on the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know there are songs that I'll listen to because I know that they will gas me up. So, like, what? Power. What songs? How? Lethal to the Beast. Yeah, song, yeah. Give us yeah. Song, yeah. So, like, when I'm just like proper on something, I want to just feel like I'm at top of the world. I yeah. I'll to Eminem, almost famous, because that song is just so hype. It it gets me every time. 
Um, Little John and the East Side Boys. Oh my gosh. Fam, them, that album, <laughs> Crunk, Crunk Juice, that album there. Hey, it's filth, but that yes. album there. <laughs> so I think it's just about like knowing yourself and knowing what triggers you and like how you're going to be triggered by a certain type of music. Mm. And so if you know that XYZ is going to make you feel, feel a certain way mm. and you don't want to have any feelings that you can or shouldn't act upon, maybe mm-hmm. leave those for another day. Yeah, I think I agree because I think for me, I'm very sensitive to music. Mm. Um, so I used to kind of mix it up quite a lot, but I just found like for me personally, it wasn't that productive for me. You know, even just stuff like weird stuff, like I used to play basketball and when I'd warm up listening to like 50 Cent and all this kind of stuff, I played a certain kind of way. And then one day I tried warming up listening to Hillsong and I thought I was going to play all float. No, like I was still aggressive, but I was more in control. I wasn't angry. So that's when I really realized that for me, music is really important. It really affects me. Um, Bro, honestly, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I thought I was going to be like Darlene out there, but I wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I had a good game. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, I tried to listen to, like, a worship playlist whilst I worked out one time. It just didn't work for me. Yeah, because it depends, I it? felt like it, it like, moved my, my mind from that, um, that, like, almost competitiveness you you want when you're trying to do better than you did, you did last time you went to the gym. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. like also the Christian rap has gotten a lot better. Like, Christian oh, oh, yeah. So bad. Yeah, so yeah. bad. But some of it's actually very good. So yeah, I, I I still remember the one time me and Mo in the gym and the guy was playing Ambassador. I don't know if you remember this, Mo. Yeah, I remember it. And we got so Peter. hype. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Do you know? And I think I think the hype was so much was like from the fact of right, this dude is actually blasting it in the gym yeah. where yeah. everyone can hear it, and then we're hearing like the drums and the snare, and we're just like, yo. So yeah, that that was dope. I think. Like, it's, it's very telling at the end of the year when Spotify shows me my playlist for oh, the yes. year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I've had Spotify for, I think, three years now. And every year, the explicit content outweighs the godly content. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not much well just be like, literally just explicit, explicit, and then we're getting to a worship. And then as you're getting into it, it's like explicit again. I'm just like, rah. Like, this is actually kind of mad. It'll be like, yeah, yeah. But, um, so I had a conversation. So I used to be a youth minister. Um, I got kicked No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say I got kicked off. Um, but, but yeah, no, I used to be a youth minister. The role kind of finished. Um, but we were having a conversation about this. And I think, I think that the notion of convictions is very important in that for some people, some people are a lot more sensitive to what they listen to. Some people are a lot more cognizant of how it makes them feel. Um, I find that for me personally, that there's a challenge in, I'm always challenged that, that the only difference between me and the person rapping is Jesus in my life. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference. Like outside of that, um, obviously there's like physical differences. Like this person is him. Like we've lived different experiences, blah, blah, blah. But in before God, the only difference is that Jesus is in my life. And there's a situation in that without this, all of these persons' experiences and lived, like all of them things there can and like still be applicable to me and still affect me in adverse ways. And I almost find it, it almost keeps me grounded in a way that I'm, I'm mindful that this is still people's reality. Mm-hmm. Even though some people aren't necessarily 
rapping or singing about what they live. Um, but I'm still cognizant of like, this is still some people's reality. And it almost puts me in a position of not necessarily trying to be evangelistic when I'm listening to this music, but I'm just like, yo, like, this guy's making something of, of a, like, his tragedy or whatever. Um, and not trying to, like, sugarcoat what it is. But the way that I phrased it to the young people was that e- even with the explicit content being higher up on my Spotify playlist, the challenge is who's, like, whose voice speaks more prominently in my life? Mm. Is it God's voice speaking more prominently in the totality of my life? Or is it this music and the content that I'm taking in? And you could argue that if God's voice speaks more prominent in my life, it will be reflected in the music that I listen to and that there should be some reflection on it. Um, but I recognised that before I became a Christian, my playlist was mad. And then when I became a Christian, all the information and the advice that I was getting from some, some well-meaning people and some people who just thought they were holier than whatever... Mm-hmm. was just like you need to delete all the secular music off your thing and just mm. keep it Hillsong, keep it gospel, keep it this. And mm. it was almost like cold turkey, which almost presented a notion of relapse and relapsing worse than you actually came out of. Mm. Um, mm. But again, it, it is very tricky because there's a notion in which <clears throat> trusting God, God's spirit kind of moving you and relying on God and all of them things there. Um but I do bring it down to the point of whose voice speaks more prominently in your life. Yeah. Um, so for me, there is that real challenge of like, yeah, irrespective of what you're listening to, whose voice speaks more prominently in your life. Yeah. It will be reflected in what you listen to. And I have made a conscious choice of trying to minimise the explicit content and listen to more just normal stuff, which has just got my Spotify looking totally different. But um, it's mad. But yeah, there is uh, yeah. that underlining. Yeah. I have a question for you, though, because I get what you mean around, you know, whose voice is speaking louder. Mm-hmm. But I almost feel like the more whatever you feed is what speaks louder. Mm-hmm. Do you see mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. if I'm feeding on, you know, say sermons or whatever it is, then that's actually what starts to speak louder for me personally. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think a lot of this is personal as well. Yeah. Right. So what I'm trying to understand is how do you balance, you know, whose voice is speaking louder with whose voice are you feeding the most? Mm. So... And that's that. I was actually thinking about that as I was going through. <laughs> there's been practical ways in which I've done that intention, which I didn't actually communicate to the youth. Um, in hindsight, well, now that it's become apparent to me, I sh- um, next time in a conversation like that, I would. There's there's a lot of intentionality around exposing myself, um, like just being in the Word, constantly mm-hmm. being in the Word, constantly being in prayer, to the point mm-hmm. where sometimes my time in the Word in a day outweighs my time listening to music mm. do you think people can make the argument that if you're spending so much time in the words that would make you not want to listen to secular music and again it, <laughs> for me, for me <laughs> <laughs> no you, you definitely can make that argument but for me again it comes it comes down to the perspective of um like okay this this is almost like a murky i'm just thinking about it on the fly but it's like just because Jesus was the word and had a personal relationship with God, he was God. It didn't remove him from quote unquote sinners. Now I'm not yeah. saying that 
listening to music, uh, music, listening to secular music puts me in touch with sinners. I'm not, I'm not saying that in any way, shape, shape or form. But what I am saying is that it doesn't, it doesn't negate the world around you. We, we don't necessarily live in a vacuum. No, but I think that what, what you what you actively listen to mm-hmm. is you controlling your environment. Do you see what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. not like, for example, for me, I know that when I listen to stuff like that, it affects me differently. So mm-hmm. I don't actively put that in my own ears. But mm-hmm. it's not like if I go out to a shop, you know, and I hear music, I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? Or if I go to a wedding yeah. or whatever, like. I'm, I'm not that kind of way about it, but I'm very conscious of what do I actively put into my ears because that's my world that I control. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I, I also, so personally, I also think it is about, um, uh, I think Mo mentioned, you know, personal convictions, but it's also about like why you listen to music. So just speaking from like my own personal point of view, um, I find I'm very selfish with music. It's like I'm always, I can't listen to music without listening to the words and I can't listen to the words without judging, you know, the artistry. And so I find myself only listening to people whose artistry I respect for the fact that I am, you know, almost subconsciously looking to learn from them. And so I find, you know, whenever I'm trying to get back into my poetry, I listen to a lot more Eminem. Not because he says anything that's, you know, of any benefit to the stuff I want to write about, but because he's honed his craft so much and his wordplay and his like um, ability to describe things and, and, and mix words and, and rhyme that mm. I see as someone I can learn from. And that's always been like my, my thing with Eminem has been I learned from this guy. I learned like how to, to rhyme and stuff. And as Tol, as you mentioned, as Christian rappers got a lot better, <laughs> I've had to. I've, I've had the opportunity to turn less and less to secular artists for that level of artistry. Um, and, and for me, when it comes down to like listening to songs and stuff like that, it's almost always about what I can get from it. That's how, that's how I filter it. What can I get from it? Whether it's a, a, an interesting perspective on how to rhyme a couple of words or how to build a certain metaphor or it's on, you know, this makes me want to run harder. I was a Lucky You. So this morning when I was skipping, Lucky You came on, which is the Bizzle song uh, yeah. that, that went super hype. How is it that I'm in my, like, I think it was like my seventh round or something. I'm skipping faster because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's just the way that he's, 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 um, he's rapping. And that's sort of how, that's how I sort of gauge what comes mm. into my mind. And it, it comes down to that conviction, but also why you put it in your life if that makes sense and there i'd almost say it's blurs the lines between secular and sacred artists because if they're all trying to rap better then there are secular artists that rap better than christians and then also christians that rap better than others and it will just be that's the basis that i judge it on if that makes Mm. sense you know i think I've had to during and this I think I mentioned this on one of the other podcasts where it's oh man I've mentioned it to you but I definitely mentioned it yeah but it, it's like I've hold, I've held on to certain worldviews but as I've developed as I've grown as a Christian like practically I've moved on from it but because I haven't spent as much time co- cognitively on it I'm still holding on to that worldview even though mm. practically I've kind of moved on from it yeah um i think i have mentioned it in terms you didn't of mention Calvinism, it. I think it was Calvinism, as Calvinism. early as yeah. last week yeah. yeah yeah and so as as you were prodding and pushing in terms of music and stuff and i um, told you and as peter was mentioning um his stuff i realized that actually the music that i do listen to follows a certain 
that there's a reason I listen to the music. And mm -hmm. so most of the music that I listen to is almost like the Kendricks and the J. Coles and like almost along those those lines. Mm -hmm. Now they aren't the they aren't clean, whatever. But it's like But they're also it, not senseless though. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. like they're tr they're trying to portray a certain <laughs> They're not they're not six nine. They they're portraying um, he's got some narrative. juice, bruv. He's got some juice. <laughs> <laughs> Red Mike, I want to see your playlist, bro. Only bro. With me. No, you don't. That's wild. It's like it's portraying a certain narrative. So even when I listen to like um Kanye, I go to the college dropout Kanye. Yeah. Mm. Where he's like talking about life and stuff like that and that's and that's what i'm like and that's why wait not the sunday service kanye no 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 do you know what the album bangs the album bangs but i'm just like you know no one's real just like let me give you time oh yeah to kind of see the fruits and that mm -hmm. like let me give you time um when the album first dropped i was banging it i was like yeah but it's, yeah, it's just like, I'm just, it's one of them ones where it's just like, you don't know what to make of what's happening. So but, you're just like, let's observe. But do you, do you separate the fact that he's obviously very gifted with music and that is his mm -hmm. God-given gift yeah. and that, using that music to glorify God, right, in theory. But I separate that totally personally from, do I now follow Kanye as like my pastor? Absolutely yeah, not. Nah, nah, <laughs> like, nah, do you know what I mean? Nah. Like, I feel, I feel like for me that's where like because I didn't even listen to Kanye Sunday service for a long time until someone mm. like put it on around me and I was like oh, okay this is actually kind of bagging like mm. cool. but I agree with you in terms of the fruit would determine for me yeah. how much of that I take for myself because yeah. he's yeah. not a role model now like no I, I, I know I know people like you see how Christians would say what would Jesus do Mm. People rephrase it, what would Kanye do? Shut up. Big man thing. No. Big man thing. No. Like, what would Kanye And I'm just like, rah, like, uh. oh, mm, issues. But yeah, um, like, no shade <laughs> on the guy. Not that no, shade not. from me would, would do anything to him. Man sitting, <laughs> man sitting in the billionaire region and that us man still here on end. Yeah. Like, so does like, that mean that, so, so does that mean that you wouldn't go back and listen to any of, what's his name's old work? What's his name? The guy that left the faith. Is it Jahazel? Oh, yeah. fam, I've been banging Jahazel's old work. This is a sore subject for me. I've been banging yeah, like, I, 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 I can't trust it. Can't Pete, no, do you know what? Do you know what? Yeah? <laughs> the, the reason I love Jahazel's old work is because of, and this is this might sound a bit deep, but because of the fact that he's fallen mm. from the faith, and it's almost like a cautionary motion mm. notion to me, where it's just like, if you think you stand, take heed lest you fall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to the truth. <laughs> no, like that. Totally, totally. Just, just a, just a random, deep cut for you. When I put the five solars up, um, remember I told you I was telling yeah. you guys about five solars by So, mm. um, and I, I downloaded. I think I, t I mentioned this to the guys. I downloaded it. I sent it to you. On my PC, I deleted the song that Jalha Jalha was on. <laughs> like, when I say it's a sore subject, like. I'm, I'm not even joking. I think I mentioned this in passing to the guy. Yeah, you did. You did. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Do, do you know what? It's why, like. Why did you feel this way? Yeah. Let's let's talk about this, Peter. Wait, wait. But do you think he was Christian and then actually fell away, or do you think he was never saved? Hey. <laughs> this 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 goes down the whole Calvinism and Arminianism. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we've got time for it. I don't. I don't um, know. 
to genuine answers, I don't <laughs> extra know. Nos, extra nos. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think, you know, God has used um, King Cyrus, I think his name was, who was a pagan king, you know, had no re- relation to, uh, to, to God. And God had a letter written to him by name in the Bible where he used this pagan king for his purposes. Yeah. So whether or not Jahaziel was part of the faith and had fallen away or never part of the faith, there was an instance where his music was instrumental to some of the things I understood about God. Mm. And then now seeing him, you know, and seeing him not only fall away, but actually attack. It For me, it's it hurts. It hurts to see someone do that. It hurts to see someone fall away. And then to know that, well, actually, you are you are now actively rejecting Christ. And, and you know, God, God could God could save him. But you you know what you are what you're doing you know you should know or at least in, in intellectually you know the consequences of not having the righteousness of Christ when that time comes and you are you're you're ignoring it so for me it's like i see you and i see hell because wow <laughs> like, wow wow you know, and, and that's why for me it's like i can't it cuts too deep i can't do it and like yeah. i had to stop following him on social media Literally, songs come on. If he's part of it, I can't listen to a song. I'll skip it. It's, it's just like, yeah. You know, I can hear Peter just plugging you know his ears. Ah! I feel like because of guys like Jahazel and like other Christian artists, that's why I don't feel bad about listening to secular artists because at least I know that they'll be consistent. <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't let you off in that one. You can't let, you can't yeah, let them and justify it. You can't use that as a justification for nah. uh, No, because, no, like... When I listen to Eminem, I know what I'm always going to get with Eminem. Lecrae could be, Lecrae could be fully nah. Christian gospel one day. Next day, I'm a, I'm a rapper. That's that's a Christian. And then, Yo. you know, <laughs> oh my goodness. So you're basically saying it's better the devil that you know is what you're saying. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Relax, man. <laughs> what, what I would ask though, yeah, because like even like just speak about Lecrae for example. Yeah, I don't even know what his latest 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 stuff is like, but. Like the other day, I must have been listening to some of his throwback stuff, El Shaddai. I don't know if any of you don't know that one. Mm, but yeah. Look, yeah, man, I was just sitting there, just throwing back and all of that kind of stuff, connecting with Jesus. You know how it goes. But <laughs> in, in in that moment, like I wasn't thinking about, or I I think maybe the thought did cross my mind when the song started about Lecrae and where's he at kind of thing. But I think because somebody moves on in what they're saying today. That mm. doesn't necessarily take away from the truth that they may have said yesterday, because God mm. can use anybody. Like God can use a donkey, as we know from Scripture. Like Come He on. can use anybody or anything in a particular time to be a trumpet or to be a microphone to say certain things. And so, mm. I guess with somebody like Jahazi or anybody else who has now completely gone to the other side, mm. um, I guess probably the way that I would look at it would be: Is the content of what they're saying true? Mm-hmm. Is it accurate? Is it something that causes me to be built up? Is it something that encourages me toward Christ? Um, or is it something that is a sign that maybe, you know what, this is where the slipping started, so I should probably stop listening to something like this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just kind of navigating those kinds of things. But I think, again, for Peter, what you said, Peter, that sounds like a very personal situation. So <laughs> oh, it's, nah, it is. healing to you, bro. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> After this, everyone just form a prayer circle. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think the one thing that I really dislike within the Christian community is 
sometimes we're not gracious with growth if it doesn't look the way we think it yeah. should be. Yeah, mm. real. And so it's Absolutely. like um, with Lecrae. So in in my for my master's degree, like one of my first essays, I actually focused on Lecrae's music and how he's turned. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like and that shaped me looking um, started to look more intentionally around liberation theology, um, which speaks about um, like it, it, so. It speaks very much about God wanting um, liberation for those in chains. Now we, we understand we've understood it as in chains and bondage from um, sin, and not being. In, but they also reckon they also uh, understand it from a position of like actual chains and bondage where people are enslaving other people, and like the consequences of sin where people are in physical bondage and stuff. Um, and there's a subsection of that which is black liberation theology, which sometimes can demonize. Um, white christianity from the perspective of you guys claim to be so godly yet you you guys were at the forefront of of slavery mm. um going out and actually enslaving people um this is just like a quick summary of it and lecrae has been whether rightly or wrongly i don't know associated with black liberation theology movement okay um and most of his most of the stuff that he's doing i can kind of see its influences where it's very much speaking about physical liberation just as much as spiritual liberation Mm. Um, and it's because growth in that context didn't fit well with what I would describe as white evangelical Christianity, mm. people shunned him. And the mm. thing is, most of his fan base was white evangelical. I just want to push back on that. So <laughs> the problem that I have with, with Lecrae is mm-hmm. that the way he talks about the church now and how people are trying to put him in a box mm-hmm. that wasn't the energy he had when he needed them and they were given like he was the reason yeah, why know. he was making it so like, what? he actually he like, actually speaks about that and sorry to cut, he actually speaks about that but he's like the, um, when he first became a christian there was a reality in which they like all, all that he was taught was very much forget your heritage and hold on to this and I can sympathize with that from a position of coming into reform doctrine, where it was very much like, forget this and just hold on to the sovereignty of God, which is absolutely crucial. Mm-hmm. But the sovereignty of God can be seen through your heritage. Like sovereignly, God has brought you where you are now through your heritage. And they've almost like, it came part and parcel with, turn a blind eye to this and just hold on to this. And then as he started to live that narrative, he, he got to a point where in his growth, it was like, there's a disconnect. There's a disconnect between hold, like, how can I not hold on to where I come from, knowing that God has taken me through this journey to where I am now. That's almost denying part of God's work in my life through that. Can you then explain why he took Romans 1, 16 off out of his Very mission statement? Nice. Oh, that's, 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 that's for him. Yeah, what? that's for him. That's for him to right, so, Because I, I think for me, it's not even like, I get what you're saying about, you know, the black theology and that kind of stuff. But for me, I'm just looking at it from the content of his music in mm. terms of what does he talk about? You know, what is mm. he actually speaking about? Because I went to Big Church Day Out and Lecrae was there and he did some rapping, but he also preached. And I was actually quite surprised because what he was preaching was also very different from a lot of the content of his music. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Like he still mm-hmm. had a lot depth to what he was actually preaching mm-hmm. and that's the depth that used to be coming through his music mm. but now when I listen to his music that same depth in terms of the faith is not really there but when I hear him speak I still hear it so that's mm. where for me there's a disconnect and that's where I don't yeah. connect 
this match. I think I think the thing with Reach Records and and with the Clay was the pivoting to actually want to um, to reach, and so in trying to reach, um, you know whether you know right or wrong, this is how they went about it. They thought let's not be so, um, especially maybe in the circles they're in, let's not be so Bible thumping. Let's mm. be relatable. And I, I, I think, and, and as Tolu said, I think he's still listening to him. Like, I still have Lecrae on my, um, on my mm. Insta. He's still, he's still speaking the truth. No, no, no. I never liked, I never liked Lecrae. So I never liked his rapping. I didn't like the way he raps. And that's just because of the kind of rap that I like. I never liked the way he raps. Um, and so it, it was never about the music. But you still see the, you still see God in the person. And I think it's just a matter of maybe how they've decided or what they've decided to do to pivot their way of reaching. And, you know, yeah. that's, that's up for debate. And, you know, I, I think um, Shailene had his own thoughts about it. Yeah. And, and you know, there's been debates as to, are you doing right? Because you're taking a Bible verse out. But you still look at yeah. what they're doing. They're still Triple E. He's still a pastor. KB has left now, but yeah. you still see, KB you know. KB left what? He's Reach left records. Reach Records. Oh, okay. Yeah, not not the faith though. No, not the faith. Listen, I'm really excited to Sony. Yeah, so it's um it's it's all I think about the individual, and you know, the stuff like that. I think. Yeah. I think he's a sellout, but. That's a debate for another day. Yeah, yeah. Time. We haven't got time. What time is saying, Peter? An hour five. Oh wow, it's a good yeah. episode. All right, <laughs> let's wrap up because you know we, we we could go down the rabbit hole even more. But let's not. Um, guys, thank you for 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 like joining us on the podcast. It was great yeah. having you. Yeah, Hopefully yeah, this will right. be the last yeah. time. Thank you so much. Oh, I enjoyed definitely. myself. So much. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, this is like the after party. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, guys, if you want to go check out the song. <laughs> is that going to be your hookup? No, it's not. It's not. It's not my hookup. But if you want to go check it out, it will not be linked in the description. <laughs> the take. Peter will not defile himself. Peter's just going to like edit, edit the title out. He's going to bleep out the names of the artists. No, like that. <laughs> All right. So should we go for hookups now? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, shall I shall I go first? Yeah, you can do. So I've been um I've been enjoying. So I hooked up. Oh, I mentioned once an app called Blue Mail, which was a really good like email aggregator. Um, but because I'm always looking at for the next best thing, I've now switched to a, an app called Spark for email aggregation as well. Um, and I think Spark just does it a lot prettier. It's a lot nicer. So it's literally, I've got all my emails coming through and it's able to color code and I know which ones are which and I've got a unified inbox and it's just very well designed. It uses the material design concept. Um, so that's my hookup is Spark uh, on, I think it's on Android. I don't know if it's on Apple because I don't, I don't, I don't do that. Um, <laughs> You're still but, living in the slums. <laughs> Spark, you know, uh, is is my is is my hookup. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my hookup is a page on Instagram called Punhub. What? 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 Oh, okay. I just, <laughs> I just, 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 I
<laughs> that will be linked well. Yeah. Basically, it's just oh, a page. The wrong thing. It's a page on Instagram, and they've got like a lot of good puns and and wordplay and stuff. So like, yeah. I've got up now. So like, there's one where um, a guy goes to the doctor and he's like, I accidentally swallowed a bunch of Scrabble tiles, and the doctor says that your next trip to the bathroom might spell disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that is so silly, but it's just, you know, it's, it's injecting nice. a local humor into your life. Yeah, just a little. Is this, is this an Instagram page, you say? Yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll link it in the, yeah. in the, in the group. Yeah. Sweet. Um, mine is a anime, anime, Netflix, net, raw, what's happening to my English? <laughs> um, a Netflix series called, um, Castlevania. I think I've, I've, I've hooked it up already. Um, on the third season, I believe eighteen plus. For real, it is eighteen plus, and like the language is eighteen plus. Um, but it's dope. If yeah. anyone who's had the old school uh, Game Boy Advance might have played Castlevania, um, it's a dope game, dope concept. Um, they've made it into a, into a cartoon now. So yeah, Castlevania. Ooh, also, just quickly for, for for anyone who has a Switch, you can get. NBA no yeah 2K NBA 2K20 on Switch for like two pound fifty at the minute. So oh, wow. go and get that. Arnold is like sweat out Switch. <laughs> Amazon right now. No no you, um, you have to go to the Switch store and you can. But if you don't have there. a Switch, you need to buy it first. You do. <laughs> um, guys, do you have anything you want to hook up? Um. So someone gave me a masterclass subscription for my birthday, and Ooh. I've been watching it. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. It's really, really good. That's and good. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's really good. So, and I think if you buy one, you can give someone a free one. So maybe just pair up with a friend, split the cost, give each other a free one or whatever it is. But yeah, it's, it's been really good. What have you been watching? So I only started watching it yesterday. So I watched the Steph Curry shooting one. Your birthday was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, my birthday was Friday. Oh, happy birthday! Happy <laughs> birthday, Thank you very much. Um, so yeah, I watched the Steph Curry one on shooting, and I watched one by Chris Voss on the art of negotiation. And mm. yes, uh, so Peter, I was going to talk to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah. Arnold. My mine's a little light-hearted one. It's a don't judge me app called Ludo Club. Uh, <laughs> oh, hey, that sounds like it bangs. Nah, listen. The thing is, yeah, I was introduced to this by um one of our cousins, right? And I was kind of like, no, Ludo, what are you talking about? Like, I'm a serious game, I'm Monopoly, like cash flow. Like, we play the serious game. I'm a serious <laughs> game, I'm Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> Monopoly is the one, you know. Bro, listen, watch out, I'm telling you. Monopoly. Watch I'm out. Telling you, you have listen, to take him out every time. Listen, but I downloaded the app, right? And I'm not even playing. Like, for a little bit of a, like, lockdown cool off, mm. it's a good one. It's a good one. So Ludo Club, I know it's on the App Store for iPhone. Um... I'm guessing Android's probably got it as well. So, yeah. How do you don't find a random number generation? Because you still have to do the spin, like, throw a dice, isn't it? Do you, have you found the random number generation to be okay? As in what, for the, the what, the dice roll? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, it's a bit suspect, because sometimes I'm looking and I'm thinking, like, you lot are setting me up, because there's some <laughs> games, yeah, where I feel like they actually make a decision that this one we're going to favor them yeah, yeah and then there are other games when it feels like they're compensating for all the favor you had in the last few games <laughs> they just start coming at you 
So, so yeah, man. I wish that mm. I would probably enjoy it more with real dice, but yeah, it is what it is. It's like being in a in a casino, isn't it? Speaking about yeah. games, <laughs> have you guys seen Miss Monopoly? No, what's that? No. Miss Monopoly, oh, fam. So, so like Hasbro's came out with this this um this new version of Monopoly where it's um women centered. So, wow. so so like when um so like no. if, and when you're playing, if you're a female and, and you pass girl, you get. 240 pounds instead of the 200 um all the things are based around um women's inventions and it was so funny like the two like the two they gave was wi-fi and chocolate chip cookies (laughs) 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 what you know what and you have to just go and watch like the advert for the game like you watch the advert, you have no idea <laughs> that they're so you monopoly at the end of it. <laughs> I'll put it in the group and then Peter can send it on to you guys. Yeah, I'm definitely check that out. And once again, guys, thank you so yeah, much yeah, for, for coming down. For real. Um, where can we find you, like, online and stuff? Uh, www.reasontobehold.com Instagram hey. at reasontobehold YouTube at reasontobehold SoundCloud at Reason to Behold, Apple Podcasts at Reason to Behold, <laughs> just at Reason to Behold <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, yeah man. Apparently nobody else wanted to use that name. So, <laughs> <laughs> any so, yeah. personal pages? Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm not even there to be honest. Social media <laughs> stuff. I'm really not there. I used to be on Reason to Behold personally, but yeah, I'm not really an Instagram guy or anything like that, man. So you might have to talk to Tony for that one. <laughs> so I have two Instagrams. So I have at Tolly. Oh, yeah, one of them is really, really empty though. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I have at Tolly Talks and then at T Adabekan, which I'm sure Peter can link into the uh, into the yeah. show notes. Oh, I yeah. actually actually post on there every now and then. So, yeah. 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 at Tolly, yeah, you know, time in it, but at, I was just curious at Tolly Talks because it almost seems like professional speaker or something. Just wondering, like, what's, what's the angle? <laughs> it's it's kind of like stuff for like the podcast and i do do some talks and stuff like that as well so that's kind of for whenever i actually get my act together in terms of professional stuff uh, but yeah for now it's just there just chilling cool. all right let's let's and let's do this end stuff um shout to rude for the intro outro music Thank you. Kevin for the ordinary amazing logo mm. you can find us on twitter at the furnace uk there should be some stuff on there soon, you know. Look out for it. It's going to be great. Um, <laughs> you, can, you can email us at tbsfurnacehotmail.com. Do you have Instagram now? Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. on the Instagram. Wow. Come on. Yes. Let me follow. Let me follow. What's the Instagram? It should be like TBS Furnace. should be TBS Furnace. Oh, yes. Yes. Wow. Following. And there'll actually be stuff on it. There'll actually be stuff on it. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing in there right now, bro. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's there will be. Like there will be. There will be. You know the ones when you hit the website and it's like soon come. Yep. <laughs> um, you can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the Blacks as apostrophe on all good podcasts and websites and apps including Spotify, iTunes, them things there, the Blacks as Furnace with an apostrophe. That's it. Yeah. Cool. Once again, guys, thank you so much for coming down. Done no yeah, reason to you. behold. Check it out. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for having us. This was dope. This was fun. But yeah, this is forward to the to the takeover of the reason to be holding as well. (laughs) You can bring the green back though. You can bring the green back. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the Blacksmith's Furnace signing out. Blow. Okay. Say That was fun. That was. That was. That flew past.